0: To help support the show, listeners of the podcast should go to electricaljungleshop.com. To get yourself some hoodies, designer tees, some dripped-out swag. Help you get ready for the uh, 2022 that's coming up. You know, listeners can use the promo code SFW at checkout to save money. Be sure to get you one of the uh, SFW hoodies or shirts that he have from checkout. Let them know I sent you. All right, today we're going to be talking about *Hangman Mr. Cooper, season one, episode eight, Torn Between Two Teachers, directed by Jeff Melman, writers Jeff Franklin, Jeff Astroff, and Mike Sickowitz, original air date November 24th, 1992. Plot Mark and Robin tried to make Andre choose between his interest in basketball and music. Okay, so what was going on? Back then, Tuesday, November twenty fourth, nineteen ninety two, George W. Bush was president. I will always love you by Whitney Houston was topping the song charts, and A Few Good Men was the most popular movie in theaters at the time. And I've not seen that movie, nor do I have interest in ever seeing it because I've heard that line quoted a thousand times. You want the truth? You can't handle the truth. Blah, blah, blah. This whole system's out of order. Blah, blah, blah. Never seen it. Everyone parries that line. I'm tired of it. That's another reason why I've never seen any Rocket movies is because I've always heard you're weird. All right, so let's get to the episode here. Just to let you know, I can't play any audio clips for legal reasons. And also, if in the future down the line, I'll learn how to do YouTube properly. I wouldn't mind cutting some clips of shows and shit in between here. But this is going to be a quick thing to tide you guys over. So it still starts with a young Jernay Smolay playing the piano. All right, uh, I think they ended up replacing her with the cute with uh, the kid character. I will say with, with the cute kid. who's kind of peter-est, peter-est. Uh, uh, I, I think they ended up replacing her with Simone later on. Uh, both these young women were featured in a lot of TV shows and movies during the time period, so it's good to see that both were are still active and relatively drama free as former child stars, not a lot of people make that transition. Uh, I should mention when the episode uh, opened, uh, Jernay's character was practicing scales on the piano. The first joke of the episode, Mark, Mark Cooper comes into the, comes in and starts banging away on the piano. I'm like, okay, that's not, that's annoying as hell. But then they kind of say there was an adorable scene between Mark, Mark and uh, Jeremy bonding. So that was like, okay, whatever. That was the cold open. Cut to the opening thing. I was just getting ready to say the theme for season one had that SWV, early nineties, three girl group type of vibe to it. And would you know, it was performed by Invogue Vogue, as well as the stars of the show, Don Lewis and Holly Robinson. Oh for the life of me I can't remember anybody's name in the show so I will be referring to the actors and characters the characters by the actors names so good thing that Mark Curry's character's name is Mark but in this case you're wondering like I don't know because then you'll go more like, so I don't know who any of these people he's saying this person that person the uh, I'm naming the actors because I don't remember any of these people's characters names Um. Holly Robinson is practicing jokes for a company roast, but they aren't funny. Uh, that's not just me, that's Mark and Don also comment that they're not funny. Andre, played by Christopher Carter, walks in. Now, he walks in and I'm looking at him and like he looks familiar, where have I seen him before? He looks so familiar. He was just one of those guys in the late 80s, early 90s that was light-skinned, handsome, and a non-threatening black guy. That had been in a bunch of episodes in different different TV shows. He was in *Boy Meets World*, *The Cosby Show*, *Sister*, *A Different World*. I mean, you watch any of those shows long enough, you're guaranteed to see him pop up once or twice. I don't think he was ever a recurring character in something, but he definitely, you know, which is I can see him on an episode of *Sister* where like one of them gets going on a date with him and they're like psyched about it or some shit like that. So anyway, Don starts playing the piano, which gets Andre's attention. And Andre's like look on his face is like he's shocked. Like he's never ever heard music before in his lifetime. Like what is this machine you, you, you do? Oh my goodness. I've never seen such a beautiful thing. All right, then all of a sudden Andre starts playing the music beautifully, playing the piano beautifully after hearing Don play. Don Lewis's character, uh, Robin. Despite his status as a token dumb jock, it's revealed that Andre can play by ear, which I've always been really jealous of people who can do that. I mean, I've been a lover of music for a long time, and I wish I could play something. I wish I could sing something. I know, given enough time and disciplined and training. You sit down with a piano or a guitar, you can probably learn how to play a couple of chords or one or two songs or something, right? I was always jealous of that. When we were younger, and just this, this somewhere, and this kid just jumped on the piano and just started playing songs. And people were just naming stuff, he was just playing it. And he could play by ear. He'd never taken any lessons. They would just start yelling out songs if he knew a song, he'd play it. And yeah, he got a lot of bitches. Uh yeah. <laughs> you wanna hear some jokes? Tell you some jokes? No, 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 nobody's interested. Oh Damn. Uh Mark and Don encourage Andre to take up music, of course, but his busy athletics his busy athletic schedule's a problem, right? Mark mentions Andre has basketball practice after school and weight training before school. Like two things about that. I'm not a sports guy. Um, you know, whatever. Generally, I mean, I'm sure basketball players do lift weights from time to time. to keep up, you know, core strength or whatever. But they're not weight training, right? Because generally basketball players are not heavier guys because they have to run a lot. Up and down the court. Am I wrong? Like, wouldn't there wouldn't they be more cardio and... Endurance and stand tests and stuff like that. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean the only I I don't know. I was say the only fat basketball player, basketball player I've seen is Charles Barkley, but I mean even then I guess it wasn't that surprising. He was he was a big he was yeah well, that's why he's so he was a big guy who could move quick. As big as he was, he can move quick. That's kinda why he was such a big deal to time. Also, who weight trains before high school? Right? Think about it, going a weight train before school, in high school, I say high school because, you know, like I'm thinking like, okay, well maybe if you're in college and you're like on a scholarship, and you're at a D1 school and you're trying to be the one to stand out, you're going to want to squeeze in as much time to get as good as you can from some type of angle. But even then, like, I don't think a lot of people weight train before, unless your class are like in the afternoon. But I'm thinking, when I was in high school, classes started at 8, I think. So, to weight train before would be what? 7 o'clock? 6.30? 6 o'clock? And how long are you weight training for? And wouldn't you be just so sore and tired after weight training in the morning? I'm sure maybe you're not going like super duper, I don't know. Super duper hard? If you've weight trained... Or four classes in high school. Let me know, like, how that worked out for you all day? And, like, I imagine, and then you'd have to go to practice later on in the evening. I'm sure somebody's out there has done it, and I'm sure it's not a thing. things. Like, that's not weird at all. I was a football player for four years. We did it all the time, blah, 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 blah. It just sounds weird to me. What time did you get up? When was your classes? And then now, okay, on top of that, how are you doing school? Because you can't tell me you're doing all that, and you're, 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 you're doing a 4.0 as well. Something's gotta give. You know what I mean? It's either athletics or academics. Because you're in high school. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Long enough time, I feel like something has to give in that order. Uh, Don wants Andre to play in the recital. Andre wants, I'm sorry, Mark wants Andre. (laughs) Don wants Andre to play in the recital, right? And Mark wants Andre to play basketball. But guess what? both were on the same night now what I'm going to say here is a better show would have had him you know like they do the 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 two dates like the guy has like two dates to show up in the same place at the same time and he's like running back and switching between both of them (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> um, you know, he's, he's he's running back and forth between both of them And then eventually he's like, you know, he gets caught or whatever A funny gag would be to have him, I don't know Run back and forth between the recital and basketball Because they seemed like they were in the same location Didn't seem like, you know, like he had to go across town or nothing like that So that would, that would have been a funny gag to go to But they didn't do that at all So that was whatever um, These adults are put a lot of pressure on this kid, you know, star athlete, music prodigy. Uh, Don and Mark argue over what's best for Andre without even asking him. My question to this is where this boy's parents. Andre chooses both, but then when it's said that he can only do one, he chooses music. But guess what? That was a non issue because the head coach says it's okay, he can do both and makes time. Says he'll make time so he can do both, have time for both. So that was a non issue. This whole episode just was a non issue. Introduce a problem, make it seem like it's a big problem. You spend the, the f- first act introducing the problem, second act arguing about the problem. And then the latter half of I was like, oh, well, we could just did it this way, and that's fine. Which is the comedic thing about shows are supposed to be like the misunderstandings, the social nuances, and things like that. No, it's just. Oh, I heard him play, and he has a gift for it, and I want to make it a duty to, if he wants to do both, we'll try to help him out and help him do both. Not issue For whatever reason, at the end of the episode, Mark and Don are still mad at each other, and they're both like, you know, whatever, whatever. And then they make up, like they usually do, and, uh, it's mentioned that, uh, I think Don's like, man, Mark, we haven't argued like that since, what six? And Mark's like, yeah, you know, since we play, you show me yours, you show me mine. Very inappropriate joke to make on a on a on a, on a supposed to be a family show, mind you. But whatever. The person probably saw it at the time I was watching, it and went over my head. But then they go into detail. Like, yeah. <laughs> then uh, she's like, yeah, he's said, like, that's okay. You know, we saw you naked. Uh, something, something, something came. Mark's mentions that he saw her when she was six, he was six as well, but they're, they're both around the same age. Running naked through the sprinklers in her backyard or something like that. He said, yeah, we saw you naked. And she said, who's we? Oh, me, Kenny, Jimmy, Timmy, Blenny, Skinny, G, uh, Demi, and then Mr. Gant. And then he, he literally said, oh, Mr. Gantt was there as well. Like, whoa, okay. Just throw that in there. That's fucking funny. Wow. I want to know the story behind that one. Jesus Christ. Episode ends with Holly Robinson bombing at the company roast to a silent audience. That's the end of the episode. It was an episode, wasn't it? A lot of problems with these Jeff Franklin shows is that they're very they're boring and forgettable. And I guess they were alright for the time period because they didn't, they hit the bare minimum of what needed to be okay. All these shows, all the shows he he worked on ran for long periods of time. So, he's clearly got money in the bank. But, I know I watched Full House and I know I watched Hang on Mr. Google, but I cannot recall any episodes. I can barely remember the characters' names. That's why I have to refer to the actors. Like I said before, a funnier gag in this, in this, in this, in this episode, which, which was being done at that time period was he has to be at the music recital. He has to be at the basketball game the same night and he's running back and forth between both. You know, he shows up to the basketball king in his, in his, in his, in his, in his his recital outfit. And he shows up to the recital, his basketball outfit. And then like somehow in between there, he's like got recital on top and basketball on the bottom or basketball on top, recital on the bottom. He's just like a mess. He's like, ah, he's. Like, I'm just trying to do, you know, but whatever. I don't think that pay paid for this. With a gun to my head and a chance to win 100k cash, then and, and spend a night with Doge Cat, you say, name an episode of Four House and name, him, or hang with Mr. Cooper and name the plot. he uh, uh, he's going to kill me, bro. Cause I, I, I don't know.